for 25 years. Nothing has tasted better after a hard day's work than a Mike's Hard Lemonade. It's because since day one, Mike's has been making lemonade the hard way. We use three kinds of lemons, all hand-picked from family farms, then blended to perfection in cold press to create the epic hard lemonade you know and love. Mike's Hard Lemonade. Hard days deserve a hard lemonade. Mike's is hard. So is prison. Don't drive drunk. Premium all beverage with flavors. All registered trademarks used under license by Mike's Hard Lemonade Company, Chicago, Illinois. Life is a highway, and on it there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one crispy. so go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour. Welcome back to the show, niggas. Yeah. I'm Mercedes Jones. <laughs> oh, my God. And I am Dominique Dawes. This is The Read. Thanks for coming back. It is. Thank you. Yes. For coming here. back to this. On Tuesday, niggas. Look at that. Huh. May wonders never cease. Well, maybe, bitch, because we're in the today of things. <laughs> and you never know what might happen when we get an email after sending Don't in this say that. Shit. Don't say that. Don't say that. I so let's not. be careful. Let's not speak for God. You're right. Let me not count my chickens before they hatch, but still. <laughs> well, girls, it's good to hear you, see you, feel you, smell you. Let's start with some Black Excellence this week. Black Excellence is going to two Black men that created a badass app called Squire. And apparently, Squire has been uh, running the game for quite some time because according to Forbes, next billion dollar startups, it's already valued at $750 million. Goddamn. <laughs> Yes. What does it do? <laughs> All of the things. Shit. It must. Fuck. So, the Squire Barbershop app was created by New Yorkers Song Laurent, Song Laurent and Dave Salvant. Okay. So, listen to how fancy and um, Lawrence-like they are in, in work. <laughs> don't, Actually, don't. Lawrence could never. So, um... <laughs> Wow. Whoop, whoop. We'll address whoop, whoop, that. We'll get that. We're talking about black mm-hmm. excellence today. Right. Okay. It's excellence right now. Mm-hmm. Correct. So, Mr. Laurent attended UCLA for undergrad, then Yale for law school, got a job at a law firm. So, already far more Molly than anything. Um, mm-hmm. Worked as a corporate lawyer. And Mr. Dave Salvant, or Salvant, I'm sure, I don't you know, um, grew up in New York and Coney Island, Rockland County, got a bachelor's from the State University of New York. And after graduating, became a private banker at J.P. Morgan and a sales associate at AXA or AXA. I'm not smart, but <laughs> here's where I do identify in 2010, they met at a Harlem party, at a house wow. party. 
Well, it was a house party. It was a black professionals gathering in Harlem, as black professionals in Harlem mm-hmm. tend to do. It's probably a red rooster in. <laughs> Where was it at? <laughs> Absolutely. Chocolate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And so they met and they're like, oh, I'm super smart and talented. You're super smart and talented and educated. Let's go into business together. And so they decided to create an app, Squire, which is basically a lot like uh, apps for restaurants where um, different barbershops can use its software to uh, do all kinds of things to operate their shop, like uh, allow customers to book appointments, uh, allow them to, uh, I guess, you know, like tip their favorite barbers mm-hmm. and all kinds of stuff. And you yourself as an uh, owner of a shop can use it to do all kinds of things like, you know, help run the shop and order supplies and Oh, okay. Um, so it's for both of us. Deal directly the, with customers. Yeah. yeah. The like owner a and the customer. Thing. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. I'm not mad at this at all. And so now they're rich and ever wealthy. <laughs> and so today we salute you, brethren. You can go to mm-hmm. becauseofthemwecan.com where I read about this. And learn more about these gentlemen and the app that they created, which would be helpful to me specifically because I'd much prefer to deal with apps when it comes to booking uh, barbershop things uh, than, you know, taking these uh, cards that niggas still be pulling out of their, Mm-mm. you know, back no, pockets and wallets and stuff that. like that and expecting me to text them like you're not going to be high and not know what the fuck I'm talking about anyway. Right. So you're going to forget. Let's just get to something efficient and just do what we need to do no word on if um either one of these gentlemen are single or looking ladies and gentlemen so everybody get into that you know don't know i was just about to say because as many harlem parties i've been to not once (laughs) have i met a millionaire at none of them i mean and i have been to a lot we suck (laughs) not one time not one time Of all the niggas I have met in this, and you know city, what? Like, Lie. What am I? Because we probably have, and the niggas that are millionaires aren't carrying it. They're wearing fucking oh, Nike tech suits like every true. other fucking nigga in Harlem, and right. they're keeping their fucking wits about them. Because we're what talking about tech niggas that have that worked at law firms and private banked and right. stock bond and um <laughs> and. And Kyle from Living Single. So, yeah, investments. Like, you know, them <laughs> niggas right. don't wear, you know, Gucci Markets. belt buckles. I mean, Kyle was pretty, pretty flashy. He probably would have if he could have consistently yeah. afforded it. But well, whoever snatches these niggas up, you know, congrats to you and congrats to them because this is a great idea. Like, you're probably going to get love... DMs from some whoever they belong to. <laughs> please do. Please. Like, oh, no. Okay, never mind. Excuse you. <laughs> I will have your raggedy black asses know that that's fine. song. That's fine. And or Dave spoken that's for. That's fine. And the next time you disrespect my household, I'm kidding. Go ahead. And that that is perfectly fine, sister. I don't want nobody else's trash. I'm not calling them trash. I'm just saying, you know. Never mind. Let me. You just. What are you? I'm so sorry. Doing? Not calling y'all. Tra- I don't want nobody else's treasure. I don't want nobody else's king. Okay. I got my own thing going on over here. Oh, so do you? We're good. Mm. I mean, look, this. So, anyway, shout out to them. 
Great app idea. I love booking things online. So you and your I really thing. don't like doing. I don't like doing anything that I can't book online first. So congratulations. So brothers. the thing that you're doing um, would much, they be, much love um, to you, Black Kings. Let's say above five foot eleven. I have no idea what you mean at all. Nothing in my house is over five foot eleven. Maybe the ceilings. That's about it. Mm. So nothing in my home. House. Yeah. Oh, well, you know, there are lots of things in the world, friend. But the, again, I might all know, but so. <laughs> that is uh, completely irrelevant to this beautiful heartwarming story about these brothers. I love to hear it. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, let's talk about you. But what about me? Let's talk about whatever you got going on. Well, who are you entertaining down there in Florida? The good Lord Jesus. Mm-mm. No. Mm-mm. Is that what they calling them now? Mustafa <laughs> Christ. <laughs> Why Mustafa? And Link. Huh, okay. Whatever you say. I'm going to let that go. I mean, it's the facts. Yeah, me too. It's the facts. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So... All right. Good for them. What lovely story. Hey, y'all. Listen, we all know that life is full of the yada, yada, yada. You know, sometimes you sign up for a contract one place and then in order to get out of it, you got to send a million letters and go up there in person. And it's just a bunch of blah, blah, blah. Like this could have been easier. OK, we've all dealt with the yada, yada before when companies have those sneaky gotchas hiding deep in fine print, or, you know, even bills that just seem to keep going up every month for no dang reason. Or when budget airlines promise a cheap fare, but then they charge you for every little thing until you might as well have just booked your ticket somewhere else. But it is possible to outsmart the yada yada, like triple checking airline deals and making sure everything you need is already included. So remember, you don't have to take the yada yada in life and you don't have to take it from your wireless provider. Metro by T-Mobile has no contracts, no credit checks, no surprises, and not a yada yada. So stop by one of the over 6,000 Metro stores nationwide to sign up today. Hey, y'all, there's a famous Abraham Lincoln quote that says, good things come to those who wait. But that's only part of it. The full quote is, good things come to those who wait, but only the things left by those who hustle. Is that true? Who knows? But if you're a business owner and you want the best people on your team, the same concept applies. Thankfully, ZipRecruiter puts the hustle in your hiring so you find qualified candidates fast. And now you can try it for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash the read. ZipRecruiter's smart technology finds top talent for your roles right away. Immediately after you post your job, ZipRecruiter's matching technology starts showing you qualified people for it. There's a lot of really great people out there looking for employment. So let ZipRecruiter give you the hiring hustle you need. See why four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Just go to ZipRecruiter.com slash the read to try it for free. Again, that's ZipRecruiter.com slash T-H-E-R-E-A-D. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. So go hire somebody. Moving on to our section of pop culture, which is titled Hot Tops. Dush, you got to dush. Come on now, dush. You got to dish until you get it right, dish. That's all I could come up with when I walk over here. So, oh, the memories that springs back. <laughs> um, couple of things this week. None of them particularly, um, interesting or um, nigga shit. desirable to discuss, but they happened. 
And mm-hmm. here we are to talk about them. Yeah. That's the only requirement. Yeah. <laughs> so. First things first. Um, Jay-Z joined Instagram for approximately uh, 20 hours. Um, Beyonce finally followed someone on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Her husband. And yeah, that's what y'all <laughs> um, ooh, not even 20, a smooth half a day later, this nigga was gone. Now, this to me, I'm feeling like, you know, this feels like it had blue ivy all over it. What <laughs> <laughs> the subsequent closing of the Instagram account? <laughs> Probably both. Um, it feels like she probably stepped up and was like, it's cute that you feel above this. Mm-hmm. It's cute that you, you feel better, um, than engaging. We have a fucking right. film to, to promote. We have a right. soundtrack to promote. Doll baby, let's, uh, double tap some photographs, namely your wives, now, I've already got you set up with an, uh, a handle, a password, and a login. All you need Lord. to do is go ahead and, and hit the buttons. And so, uh, things launched. And, you know, I don't know, nigga probably took a nap or laughed or something. I don't know. Just completely scoffed at the idea. You know, when you go to your parents with something and you're just trying to like show them, hey, here, this is like the new cool thing. And like, let me introduce you to how things work. And they mock you Mm -hmm. for being interested in something that they find stupid and hurt. I do. I don't even know why I I was talking to you about this bullshit in the first fucking place. Mm -hmm. That's what this gives me. That she, like, tried to explain to him what a reel was. (laughs) And then he made a dad joke and she was like, you know what? Close it all down. Just actually shut it the fuck down. Forget it. Right. I don't want to talk to you He was probably, y'all probably hit him up with thousands upon thousands of brunch requests and um, advice requests. Like, I just want to pick your brain real quick, Hove. Like, y'all probably... Yeah. Between that and what was certainly any assortment of genitals being thrown in his direction, I'm not surprised. I actually didn't even hear that he joined Instagram until it was over. And it was the headline was literally Beyonce followed somebody, but then he deleted his account. So fuck that. Like, oh, okay. It's also y'all ran that man right off that app. It's a good thing. It is. It's also very likely that Blue was like, you know what? We need somewhere else to direct these brunch requests. Mm -hmm. It's never going to happen. We all know it's It's never going to happen. But by the power of the meme, somehow I'm still getting emails about you going down. (laughs) Shut it down. To Dallas BBQs. Like, I'm not doing this. So what we're going to do is we're going to funnel it into the Instagram and I'm not going to talk to you about it any further. Great. Good evening. So um, that happened. Right. Um, what else do we have here? There's a new Fast and the Furious uh, film coming out. The finale. Oh, the, okay. Woof. All right. What is this? Like the 10th one? Yes. Jesus Christ. 
Yes. Is it literally the tenth? Yes. Holy God. Yes. Why? Yes. Why are the ten of these? Yes. Ten of these movies, ten really? Of them. And do they not all just revolve around niggas driving very, very fast? And furious. And that's it. Like the okay. I mean, clearly it resonates because they made ten of these, but I cannot understand the appeal. Now we've spoken about this. From the rock beef to, you know, Tyrese misspelling things and, mm-hmm. oh, logging on when he didn't need to. Um, we've spoken about, uh, I believe, Paul Walker's desire to have um, Fast and the Furious go to 10 uh, movies. Oh, we probably have. I think he passed away. I think Fast okay. Five was the last film that he did. Wow. Um, you know, I don't... You know, I do not know. Baby. Yeah, I, I mean, of course, I, I'm not asking you. It's <laughs> like, I'm Googling <laughs> to be certain. Um, But yeah, I... With all due respect, I feel like if that man was still alive, even he would have been like, it's fine. You know, at some point... <laughs> Um, like girl, I was just talking. I said, yeah, I was, I was excited. You know, we're it's it's cool, but that was his wish, and that is what they are respecting. And honey, y'all go to the theater. So one thing about it is, who produces these motherfuckers? Universal Pictures. Don't give a fuck if it was ten, <laughs> twenty. 30 of them things. If y'all are coming out to the movie as a fast right. family, they will they exactly. will continue. I don't know how many motherfucking more things they could drive a car off of, girl, but they're going to do it. <laughs> and it doesn't matter how terrible it is. It doesn't matter if there's no real plot otherwise. I don't know. It doesn't matter if the acting is awful. If y'all buy tickets... They will continue to make it. At so, this point, they so you, have so to just be riding Cheetah or something in the last one. They're probably going to put Michelin tires on like a woolly mammoth and ride that. Because what's left? Oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> what's left? The fact that I was about to Google Cheetah because I thought it was some kind of. <laughs> no, I mean a living <laughs> jungle <laughs> beast. Right. Because I don't know what what's else left. Can they I do? don't know if they've. I don't know. I don't, have they. I heard they've gone to before? space. <gasps> no, shut up. I heard Let the last one. I heard space. space was involved in the last one, which I thought that I they would know. save for for ten. But like, of course, they didn't save it for ten. If what why I was told about space was true, because oh what goodness. else? What else can you do? Fast and furious. At this point, they have to just drive a car. Like down Michelle Rodriguez's throat, like someone they have to just like ride through like Vin Diesel's cleavage. What's left? Do they have enemies? Who are they constantly going up? That's the other thing. They're also like the GI Joe, or like (laughs) are they government employees? Who are they constantly? Oh, okay. Okay. All right. Wikipedia. What was so, that yes. that show called? SWAT cats. They turn team up to bring down drug lords, automobile hijackers. Yeah, they're like the SWAT cats. Um, 
this one looks like he just went to Tokyo to have fun and there wasn't any real. So conflict. I'm going to, I've, I tried. I, <laughs> I said at one point that I wanted to um, watch all of them. Even knowing that Bow Wow's in them, Ludacris and, and Tyrese and everybody. And, yeah. <sighs> who shot John? And so, um, <laughs> my mama would say when mm-hmm. she didn't know who else to say. And so, um, I said I would try to get through them to understand why people are still rushing to go and see these movies. And I think I, I definitely didn't make it to five. I think I finished mm-hmm. four. And then I was like, I have to watch something else. I have to. I, oh, yeah. I will go insane. And, I feel you. Um, it wasn't even that they're terrible. I mean, but it wasn't that. It was. It's not that they're not. It was just like, either. oh my, okay, and the cars are fast and and brooding and testosterone and I guess. Um, and that's it over and over. <laughs> uh, underworld crime. Right. Like I'm not interested i don't really care i feel you that is exactly how i felt trying to get through them harry potter movies like girl get you me out of here so there has to be something else i can do and the problem like, about your disrespect is that it's <laughs> it's late Christ. it's unfounded it's it's not it's it's it's, it's not reckless it um it's hurtful it isn't. it's just it's incredibly it just um Ah, it's mm-hmm. it's spiteful. It, it's poisonous. It's okay. venomous. Um, mm, that's what that's what poisonous um, means. Yeah, but you know, it may be hurtful, and it definitely is late. Wow. But it's not wrong. It's not wrong. Is the problem? I'm not wrong. So <laughs> a smooth decade late, but I'm not wrong about this. So they're just awful movies, and so I understand completely. How Vin Diesel said the following on Instagram <laughs> to The Rock: "My little brother Dwayne, I forgot Vin Diesel was like older. The time has come. The world awaits the finale of Fast Ten. That sentence con- confused me because <laughs> wouldn't it just be the finale of?" Like fast of the series, right? Not the finale of Fast. Do they refer to the series as Fast Ten, since they always knew it would be ten? Maybe that's maybe. I'm not a part of. You know, I'm gonna I'm gonna give him right. I'm gonna give him the benefit of the doubt on that one. At best, I'm like an acquaintance of a friend of the family. So I I don't know. know. I'm not. I'm a complete stranger to the family. I don't know nobody. I'm not a play cousin or nothing. I don't know shit. I don't even think I've seen the first one. I live on the south side and they're like <laughs> east side. Of I like, live in a whole other state. <laughs> Never heard of it. As you know, my children refer to you as Uncle Dwayne in my house. There's not a holiday that goes by that they and you don't send well wishes, but the time has come. Is that it again? Oh, Christ. This is so Both dramatic. times with ellipses. Sickening. Legacy awaits. <laughs> <laughs> They're having fun. I told you years ago that I was going to fulfill my promise to Pablo. I swore that we would reach... I assume that's Paul. I swore that we would... One of y'all will tell me. We would reach and manifest the best fast in the finale that is 10. Yeah. I say this out of love, (laughs) but you must show up. 
Do not nope. leave the franchise idle. You have a very important role to play. Hobbs, Dwayne's character, can't be yeah. played by no other. I hope that you rise to the occasion and fulfill your destiny. Now, oh if you guys God. remember, like, like <laughs> girl, you know that, like, so dramatic. after rapping or maybe even during production when they have, a, they have, like, a break, they, like, drive into the desert and do peyote and, like, cry and, like, rage to fucking, they like, must. Little Dragon or something. Like, okay. this is so spiritual mm-hmm. for a movie about Hot Wheels. Right. <laughs> like, I, on the one hand, I do appreciate how um, how much Vin Diesel really seems to be connected to this project. And I don't know if it's because it's grossed over $6 billion and mm, right. it has largely been, you know, his bread and butter for a while, or if it's because he really has a love for the fast family. Like clearly enough of y'all take I that seriously enough. I think that's really it. So, but, but like he literally does not have to do anything. So the yeah. language here is comical to me as a non fan because it sounds like you are pretty much begging this man to please come collect a fat ass check to do what he does in every other movie. Yeah, it is. (laughs) That's what's happening. And again, I I have the films. Like I bought a box set. Don't just let me have this. You bought these movies? I bought bought seven. It was the one through seven. Um, but you don't even leave me even like alone them? to okay. I just <laughs> okay you got it did a thing and so that happened and again I made it to four I'll try again because I don't know why the rocks character needs to be present all I know is like remember they had that beef where it was like oh you shouldn't do a spinoff and he was like oh fuck what should I don't care what the fuck that to you know how yes. much money they offer me and to do did this it anyway movie, bitch, right. and so he did it anyway and then everybody was upset with him and mostly Tyrese well Tyrese was the most vocal about his being upset but Vin Diesel was also notably upset but then they made peace and now he's begging him to come and do this last movie even though the rock I mean, does the man go home? He stays in a movie. He stays in a movie. Right. He does. He does. He is constantly in something. I feel like all The Rock do is exercise and work. So it's like, I guess if I need to be in this movie, it gives you all the more time to figure out what the fuck you're going to drive these cars off of, girl. Because you're going to have to wait. I looked it up and he plays a U.S. diplomatic security service agent. Yeah, I mean, so I, know. I guess he's. Oh, oh, so you did know that. Okay. I, I, mean, <laughs> I was I trying to help like you a, out. Yeah. <laughs> I, I really thought I was helping. Okay. <laughs> Never mind. I mean, but is you he? You got the, your, your degree and you know every fucking thing. <laughs> but. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, so he's not been in like one or two of these and that's it. I'm sorry. The dramatics here are hilarious. Yeah, no, no, no. He joined the films in like one of, I want to say the last two or three. So he hasn't been in them from the beginning like Vin Diesel and Paul Walker was. And like even Tyrese was in the second one. So a lot of them are a family because they really have been around the whole time. For so long, yeah. And then it was this awkward thing where it was like they were trying to get the rock to like understand and respect like family wishes where the rock was like nigga i just got here i'm doing my job like oh right. like what okay that's nice I'm like 
I am a stepson at best. Like, if there's anything that I understand is that is Ohana means family. And family means that no one is up fine. So, like, I get it. But what we're not going to do is, like, try and this set up extra. Here. Right. So, um. Although, I wouldn't be surprised if he actually did do the movie. Just because it's the last one. I wouldn't be surprised if he did do I'm it. I'm sure he'll do it. Like, why not? Especially after this poem. It wasn't even a poem. It was a poem. You know, so. I mean, maybe he's tired. Maybe he's like, you know, I have kids at home. I'm going to go hang out with them. I've been <laughs> just working nonstop for 20 years and I'm going to go hang out. The Rock chill, but... is six foot five. Oh, yeah. That's a wall. That's a wall of a man. Yep. Criminy. Christmas. Six, six foot five and like five and a half feet wide. Mm-hmm. Woo. That is a brick. What do you even, how do you even climb that? Oh, oh, I can, I can imagine some ways, honestly. I think I could figure it out. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying, I see how it can be done. You might have to warm up, stretch a little bit, but it can be done. Speaking of movie stars, apparently, um, I just found out today that Zoe Kravitz is dating um, Carol Channing. And yeah. Who's Carol Channing? Oh, Channing Tatum. She's dating, uh, apparently, there were rumors. And then on Halloween, they uh, were posted together dressed as uh, Travis and Iris from Taxi Driver, Robert De Niro and Jodie Foster's characters. Mm, All matched up and mohawked up and looking all 70s. And it's like, oh, look, I guess they're a couple. Uh, I know him from Lip Sync Battle when he did Beyonce and Beyonce came out. You know Channing Tatum. Of all of the things that this dancing white man has been doing since I think I was in at least, like at least college. I'm looking. It's him dressing in Beyonce drag? Mm Mm-hmm. You are you... Through and through. And that is why you're my favorite. I mean, don't. Don't. I, uh, no, I don't think 21 Jump Street's not really your kind of comedy. Oh, you never saw Coach Carter. Wow. Okay. I don't think so. Maybe I did, but 2005, please. I'm not going to remember some random white boy's face from 2005. I was educated by Dade County Public School, so I saw Coach Carter. I've not seen any of these movies. So, yeah. Uh, I, but great episode of Lip Sync Battle. It was. <laughs> and I mean, Beyonce came, like, Beyonce came out. What a moment for your career. Yeah. Woo. Okay, good for him. Oh, he, um, yeah. Okay, well, good for him. Good for, what did you say? Oh, Zoe Kravitz. Alrighty. Zoe That's Kravitz fun. will be playing um, the latest Catwoman. In uh, next year's The Batman. Um, And I would like to just point out for the record that that is the only reason that I will be watching this Batman film. Zoe Kravitz is a specimen. And Mm. any opportunity to look at her, I will take. Um, and Catwoman is Catwoman. Also, I love that 
Warner Brothers has fully leaned into Catwoman being black, like across media for a couple of years now and into it. Oh, so it's just like, is it canon now? I mean, I don't know what's canon or what's not, but like across from like a few (laughs) animated shows to this film, voiceover stuff, even some comics now I'm seeing Catwoman um, is uh, black. Video games, they're working with yeah a, a black Catwoman. I'm into it. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, she's a thief, so there's <laughs> that. Um, but yeah. a hot, sexy thief, iconic thief. Well, and Eartha Kitt was also um, the now that I knew Catwoman. Yeah. So and Halle Berry. Oh my God! Speaking we don't of, have to did talk you about see that? that? Yes, I did. I thought it was so cute. No, oh, I, I thought it was adorable. No, the video we should talk about. We don't talk about the film. Which was right. Oh no! I I mean I never. You should. I don't think I. No, you don't need saw to. Saw it. it. It's fine. The and costume I, is the I best mean, part I about it. Likely will not. I saw Batman Returns. I think. Great. I haven't seen a Batman movie. You're since doing I was it a great. Child. You're doing it. You're okay. doing amazing, sweetie. Yeah. I but, think that's a Tim uh, yeah, Burton Batman. I don't know that I will watch this new Batman even with Zoe Kravitz in it, just because I don't what? know that I. Right. I don't know that I like Batman. Why? But. You know, because he's a rich maybe. white man that's certainly yeah, it's super like, conservative, and also gets what away kind with of committing superhero is this? all of the time. <laughs> yeah. Like he's just rich and beat right. the absolute dog shit out of people. And let's right. stop with the whole. Oh well, Batman doesn't murder people. He would never. I mean, he kills people all the fucking time. There's no I way mean, that no one has not like suffered a brain hemorrhage or aneurysm or just like lost yeah. blood or I don't know, shattered a lung or something. And Batman is 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 DC. Whereas I am more of a Marvel girl. All right. You know Thank what? You. you said Marvel and not Marvel. And so I, I did that on it. purpose just so it. y'all would calm your fucking titties. Because every time I say Marvel, just like they did in the movie, y'all yeah, have a they fit. Were talking about so I did that for y'all. That's fine. The point remains. I said what I said. Oh, okay. But, but yes, the point Marvel, first of all, it could be. And secondly, it is. So, now, you could argue with Stan Lee. I'm argue with anyone, especially not her. She's dead. So. All oh, right, right. Yeah. <laughs> well, the, 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 I knew his name, though. Yeah, so. he did. It was. I didn't have to Google it either. It right. Yeah. Shut up. <laughs> so. Uh, Lanethia was on uh, a Zoom call uh, via the reel where she had an absolutely absurd nose highlight and then said that she will be uh, interested or willing to return to the Real Housewives of Atlanta uh, because, of course, uh, after they discussed the upcoming season, which will feature Sheree Whitfield, an official peach-carrying Marlowe, um, which I imagine will Good come with her. trips to, you know, Phipps and oh wow, possibly, you know, several Crocs and probably a scene Ooh, with barbecue Lord. sauce in it. Anyway, so she said that she had, Nene said she had some unfinished business with some people, namely Andy Cohen. And she, of course, mentioned how she paid for Andy's baby shower and how they needed to sit down and hash some things out. That's what the fuck I said. Why in the fuck would you do that? When she said that, I was like, that's your goddamn problem. You You paid for Andy Cohen's baby shower? for that white man's... A rich... a, A 
sorry. I'm not paying for a rich white man to do a fucking or have a fucking thing. Let's start right there. Not ever in my life. Does she? Oh, I mean, no. mm -mm, Sorry. I keep trying to think of different ways this could be okay. And it's never it's never coming out right. At Mm -mm. best. I will no. buy that little nigga a onesie that I says bought straight something. out the pussy or something like that. Yeah, I would have bought something. I I definitely would have sent a gift, you know, a humidifier mm. or a baby monitor, a couple boxes of diapers. Would have did something like that. Send y'all maybe a casserole or something if I'm really feeling Christian. But a good guy, doll. I'm not finna. I'm not paying for a rich white man's baby shower. I cannot fathom it. But, you know, all right, Nene. I'm not surprised. Of course, she's willing to come back to Housewives. I've never thought that Housewives was permanently off the table for her. So I'm not shocked. God bless her. We're coming into the Halloween, Halloween, the holiday season. And this is going to be the first one that she's experiencing right, without, without her husband. Her husband. Mm-hmm. So. All things considered, I mean, I don't even know how she's on the reel, but I'm assuming maybe she's doing, like, maybe this helps. Yeah, I mean, you're right about that first holiday after losing a loved one being rough. Because that first Christmas after my grandma died, nigga, oh my God. sucked. And she left us gifts, Nigga just randomly cried all day. She left us (gasps) gifts, too. Oh my God, no. new... I'm not even going to go there because. Okay, we don't have to do that. But it was like, it was soul food level, Mm -hmm. tear jerking. This isn't fun. And then you have family members who like try to like bring levity or like make it fun. And then you're still sad. And then they feel bad because they can't make it feel bad. And it's just no fun for you. So. Child, my auntie fixed the play for my grandma out of habit and then started crying. Girl, like what can you do? We're simply people. Right. We're just humans. It's a rough time of year. So if you're going through that, you know, be so many people lost people. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. This is a rough time of year when you're dealing with heartbreak. Um, what else do we got here? So, Toy Lane says words mean things. Boo, boo, boo. Jail means things, too. Go there. (laughs) Ask them about what they doing over yonder. Go to hell. Double XL Magazine um, tweeted a headline. Just in, Tory Lanez, unable to reach plea deal in alleged Megan the Stallion shooting case, will have to give live testimony. He is facing nearly 23 years in prison. Now, this was a story that was across multiple public. This is what it, literally everybody posted. Double XL, mm-hmm. Complex, see it, see it, Rolling Stone, all the girls. Uh, Tory Lanez retweeted this and said, the wording of this is amazingly inaccurate. I wasn't unable to do anything. They offered what they offered so I wouldn't go to trial and I declined. It's very simple. And no, I will not be giving any live testimony. Please report real news and accurate facts. Ciao. I didn't add ciao for dramatic fact. It says that. <laughs> he, he wrote are it. Are you serious? Yeah, it says ciao at the end. Wow, I definitely thought that was you nope. being extra. Nope. Okay. Nope. Wow. It says ciao. 
I mean, your explanation still sounds like you were unable to reach a plea deal. Like, unable I, to reach this is why we're friends. Please. This is why we do this show together. I knew I'm, I was like, I'm not even going to say nothing because I know that this bitch is going to clear it. And you did. Like, Thank you. Go ahead. Like, they didn't say, oh, Tory Lanez fought and prayed and had to have the GPA Thank and still you. wasn't able to reach a plea deal. It was unable to reach means the two sides came together and were unable Period. to find. <laughs> like, God, you really came up here, like, thought you thinking you did something. <laughs> girl, you said the same girl, shit that they said. Girl, go to prison. It cannot happen soon enough. Go to jail or Canada. Pick one, but leave. This reminded me, oh, Loki, of when Omarion was like, actually, I'm bringing Bow Wow to the State yeah. Farm Arena. And the girls were like, that's, that's what they said. It's just, <laughs> you use a different just, word that means something. Right. But they, yes. Like, you were still unable to reach a... I thought he was about to be like, what actually happened was something that goes against no. this headline. But <laughs> <laughs> Oh, baby, why don't you read some books while you waiting? <laughs> why don't you just... Just take Stop. a stroll through a thesaurus. Oh. Like, just a little bit of time. I I can't fathom how niggas be so bold as to continue to use social media like you know good and damn well you shot meg the fact that you are still even online is what is blowing my mind about the situation like how arrogant can you possibly be and now arguing with publications because they told the truth about what's going on like at this point like i would truly like for you to just go away you know what i mean but Let's just dive into the fact that you had the motherfucking audacity to come on here with this goddamn tweeted paragraph talking about some I wasn't unable to do anything. Girl, that's not what they said. Why are you wasting everybody's time? It's it's giving a hollered dog. Yes. Like, un- this is so stupid. I, <laughs> I'm so dog. mad because I was, <laughs> I knew what you meant. So, I let it slide. But I was like really listening like, okay, so you so I just can't wait to hear this explanation. That's totally going to make so much sense. And I'll be like, damn, I wasn't unable to do lazy journalism. No, you were, though. They offered what they offered. So I wouldn't go to trial. And I declined. Girl, girl, that's what that means. (laughs) You were unable to reach a plea deal. Like, (laughs) what are you? Shut up. Shut up. What's confusing about this? Like, let me know exactly where you find this confusing so I can break it down for you in very, very simple words. But I understand. I understand this perfectly. All right. Just. Why don't you just go away? (laughs) Why don't you just. It's like. Somewhere. The girls don't even be like searching you out. They're not even like pulling up to you know baby footlocker and asking for you no. and being like hey atone shay you know right. you be pulling up with absolutely nothing much like crystal just said you didn't pull up with some receipts like here is the facts like here here is the evidence right. that i have long a, a long been waiting to pull out of my ethicas bitch and show you that all of you girls were wrong all of you that's not what this was you no. just came on here and so. told us that you don't understand how words work 
Loud and incorrect. I'm you tired. know, truly admirable for somebody who probably claims to write music. <laughs> just don't. Just words all willy nilly, huh? Just vibes. No facts. I'm not going to do too much with this one. Um, Saint's dad was on Drink Champs. We stand Saint. We love Saint. Yeah. What an Nora. adorable little boy. Oh my God. We Just love so Chicago. Cute. Psalm's great. Don't know much about Psalm, but seems like a great kid. Yeah. Um, and so lovely people. Their dad was on Drink Champs. I. <laughs> oh, shit. I didn't see this. <laughs> I had no idea that this happened, so I don't know what dumb assery Kanye said, and I feel like I don't feel like I don't really want to know. But I didn't see this clip or whatever you're talking about at all. So, so this is a long ass interview. Uh, drink Champs' Nori's podcast, where you know niggas drink and talk about hip hop and industry shit and. Niggerosity. Okay. And, Sounds fun. Um, it usually is. It's usually a lot of fun. <laughs> oh, damn. <laughs> Why usually? Um, now, what's concerning for me is that um, Kanye West was permitted to go on a podcast um, surrounded by alcohol Um. He's permitted to, I guess, drink and partake in whatever, or just be surrounded by niggas drinking and smoking and doing whatever and talk his shit while dressed very similar to like a nigga Fonzarelli. Oh my God. And, um, <laughs> you know, talk about everything from being half vaccinated, uh, all of the ways that Drake trolls and, uh, how Just Blaze copied his musical stylings. Um, um, okay. That he still supports Donald Trump. What? Um, oh, fuck off. The way the way I almost forgot about that. Yeah. Oh, fuck off, Kanye. almost forgot about it. Yeah. Christ. Ugh. And also that uh, the worst thing he's ever done is signing Big Sean. Um, wait what that's the worst the worst thing you've ever done period in your life like when you die this will be the thing (laughs) that god pulls out of the scroll like big sean explain that what big sean not that bad come on now his reasoning not the trump thing the trump thing is not as bad as this okay all right the reasoning for him behind um, not fucking with Big Sean anymore or being upset with Big Sean is because he feels as though um, he knows Sean's family helped to change their lives and that Big Sean and John Legend were, quote, used by the Democrats to come at their oh, boy Christ. who actually changed their life. He considers <sighs> Wait, wait a minute now. Wait a minute now. And he says he doesn't <laughs> fuck with either one of them because he feels as though when he was running for president and trying to be an official 
um, presidential bad oh, bitch. No. Okay. They kept it a little too real right. with him. Um, Big Sean responded to this by saying, um, I was just with this man. He ain't say none of that. And this was after the interview. I'm dying <laughs> laughing at you. He also implied that uh, Kanye owes him $6 million. Christ. Um, and then left it at that. Um, <clears throat> oh, no. I think he also said something about not wanting to be divorced from his wife and then he unfollowed his wife. I don't know. I'm just saying, you know. Is this at some um, point we got to help our brothers do better? You know, we can't just walk them mm-hmm. into brick walls and then, you know, for our own shits and giggles. But then at the same time, this nigga be what having y'all walking around with motherfucking scotch bright on your feet and then telling right. me. That, like, <laughs> it's innovative and you just don't get it. So, everyone have a great time. <laughs> everyone, like, I don't even know what I'm talking about. Sickening. This was lit. Um, no, no, I don't think so. Um, it doesn't sound that way at all. <laughs> Not at all. Um, totally do. I don't know what the children say. So, that happened. I mean... I think Big Sean is also next up to, I mean, he's been asked to uh, be on Drink Champs as well, so. Oh, interesting. It's almost well, like I don't... Drink Champs is hmm. using the drama for... For streams, downloads, ratings? I'm sure they are. Like, why wouldn't you, actually? But hmm. um, I just don't know how to ask about Kanye's mental health without possibly saying something that is like none of my business or overstepping, but like, is this man medicated? Is he in treatment? Is he, cause this sounds, I'm not going to say that this sounds like <clears throat> something you would only say if you were untreated or like manic or whatever. It also sounds like something you might say if you're just really fucking full of yourself, well, I'm not gonna which you. Kanye always has been. <laughs> so I don't um, know where this is coming from. It, I mean, besides whatever he did to his head, it honestly seems like the most aware and normal I've seen him in an interview in a while. He was just saying wild shit because Kanye doesn't give a fuck and he's wild. And he just has this huge revenge of the nerds ass energy on him where he's just like very clearly, you know, the person that ate a lot of shit from people that he considered cooler than him at some point and now mm-hmm. he can literally <laughs> have y'all dressed like squidward that one time that he was like <laughs> living in that box and y'all are like couture couture <laughs> and that's a power that like of course you're gonna walk on you know a drunk ass podcast and say whatever the fuck you want to like who's gonna check you I mean literally the fuck nobody but- Except John Legend but, like, and Big Sean, and then you just say, fuck them. They're the worst things that ever happened to me. Right. I'm like, you say you don't fuck with them, but didn't they decide they didn't fuck with you? And that's why you mad? Like, this is... I mean, well, John Legend, We I remember specifically that moment where John Legend, like, sent him a text, like a personal text, like, you were tripping. Yeah. Love you I so much. Too. Um, Hey, no, this is awful. And he posted right. it for everybody to see. It basically said, fuck this nigga. So... 
And you might be able to take credit for putting Big Sean on, but you did not do that for Jonathan Legend. Let me just remind you of that very quickly. That was egregious. I get that y'all have made hits. It's been some very popular music that y'all have done together, but John Legend would have been just fine without you. Like and who the fuck really cares reaching. who you put on either? So just because you put the nigga on and, and led him to some bags and change his life, he's supposed to look you in the face in some bullshit and be like, yes, yep. run for president. Mm-hmm. That's exactly what niggas want, though. They want somebody to suck they dick. They want people who are going to be completely on their side and supporting whatever absolutely dumb shit they say or do, no matter what, period. Don't say shit about it. So probably these are the only two people in Kanye's world, other than maybe his wife, who said anything to him or people that he like respects who were like, you know, you really on some clown shit right now. This Trump bullshit, you are really on some dumb shit. And it's like not even just, oh, ha ha, here Kanye go being stupid again. Like you're spreading these. What did he say about slavery being a choice? And if he was a slave, he wouldn't have never took that or whatever. Like Kanye, I don't want to talk about this man no more. I really I, like stop. ever in my life, really. I want Kanye West to just. <sighs> I just had the big I don't even know. to bring up because. I just don't I mean, even know. I don't even know. I talk about Joe Budden being bisexual. So Joe Budden is not bisexual. I don't know why y'all keep saying that, but I'm sure she isn't. Wherever that came from, it was probably tro- for the purpose of trolling the internet and not an actual coming out revelation. So I don't even know why people are giving that oxygen. But Kanye, Kanye is somebody to talk about because Kanye has actually done something with his career. And yet... <laughs> I am so over Kanye's shenanigans. Like, I am tired of this nigga. Genuinely fucking tired. Please don't talk to us no more. Go home and be a dad and just leave us out of it. I don't want to hear shit else from that man for so, the foreseeable future. Um, The Travis Scott concert. Oh, Christ. This is so terrible. Travis Scott had a concert for his Astro World tour. I believe it was the opening of the tour in his hometown of Houston. And the closing. As it should be. In his hometown of Houston. And um Drake was there and I think SZA and some other people and it was supposed to be a vibe. Except people lost their minds Mm. and the folks who had the power and responsibility to curb that behavior, protect people did a Mm -hmm. shit job at it. Correct. So, for whatever reason, because I've been to a Travis Scott show before, thankfully one that was far more contained, he was opening for Kendrick Lamar. So I guess the girls were like, this is great or whatever, but not why we're here. Um, but for whatever reason, people um, during Travis Scott's show rushed around in the stage, raging, acting like something from Resident Evil or some shit. And... Just caused mass like hysteria and riots and violence. 
uh, stampedes and shit, which led to at least eight people um, being killed there and over 300 people being injured and have been having to be taken to a hospital or seek some sort of medical aid. Um, Of course, since then I've read that there have been uh, at least three lawsuits, two or three lawsuits. Uh, They came out like within 12 hours with them lawsuits. It was very swift. I mean, that's just like the beginning, I guess. But yeah, Travis Scott and Drake and Live Nation, the concert promoter, are listed as defendants on these lawsuits. This whole thing is insane because like, I mean, when I think of Travis Scott performances, usually the first thing that comes to mind is this gif of him at some show where he has like a microphone stand above his head. You know what I'm talking about? I've seen it. And he's like flailing about and he looks like Mm -hmm. either like a, you know, a toddler that's playing Godzilla or, Mm -hmm. you know, someone being electrocuted or a demon. Yeah. I had my airdrop on one time and it was open to like everybody and I was on the train and somebody airdropped that gift to me. And my airdrop has been off since then. But that is how I know exactly what you're talking about. I thought it was hilarious, but I didn't know if that it was terrifying. like. I mean, it was. But to just be on the train and then all of a sudden here go this picture from somebody who is on this train car, but you don't know who. It was scary. Like but I don't like but a funny, <laughs> funny image. <laughs> no, and it makes me laugh every time. It's. I'm just glad it was that and not a dick. I'm stunned it wasn't a dick pic. I mean, if it, if I could have either. I would take the I'd funny rather, Travis Scott picture yeah, than a random right. train penis airdrop penis, cack. right? Yes. <laughs> and my airdrop has been filtered ever since. I don't play them games no more. So the thing about this is crazy is like this concert at some point, Travis did notice that people in the crowd or someone in the crowd was was hurt and like stopped for a second but then continued the show for like close to an hour again even though there were paramedics oh very clearly in the crowd mind you wow. with wow. with concert goers on top of the fucking paramedics truck bouncing around and shit like that like like Sean of the Dead or some fucking ridiculousness. This nigga is still performing whatever fucking like muffled cactus jack shit that he does up on the fucking stage. People are like dying, laid out, can't breathe. People are are, like literally concert goers. People who came to see this man are scared shitless, can't breathe, can't see, don't know what's going on. People are chanting, stop the show, help us. Like, and Mama's just still going mm-hmm. for it. Mind you, I think this was also being streamed for Apple or something like that. No, holy shit. The whole thing was weird. A lot of people called it demonic. There were rumors that there was someone going around, like, injecting people with some drug, like, pricking people with some drug or whatever. Um, I don't know uh, about any of that. I do. It There have been like multiple rumors that there may have been some sort of like druggings going on. Like whether there were people passing out like really crazy drugs right. or what. I don't know about the like random needle bandit, but I feel like there's going to be more details 
uh, about this coming in the next in the coming yeah. you know the days or whatever anyway um but wow Travis Scott issued a statement uh via his insta story where he used a black insta- black and white filter and just sort of rubbed his forehead and spoke about <sighs> Oh, it's a video. Yeah, it's a video. He just kept talking about like working with the authorities to figure out what happened and speaking out to to the family said, if you know anything, reach out to X, Y and Z, all of this stuff. But the entire time. He's just like rubbing his face. His eyes are half awake. It looks like he just woke up from a bender. It's it's like, I mean, he may have just sobered up. It may just now be hitting him or it may have been then like, oh, fuck, I'm in a lot of fucking trouble. Hundreds of people were hurt. Numerous people are dead. Why did nobody tell you to sit your ass down somewhere if you were going to do a video statement? Open both of your motherfucking eyes and address the camera if you're going to do that. People are burying their family members. I read one of the people that died may have been uh, 10 years old, in fact. (gasps) So why are you like half sleep? talking to people about communicating with the authorities it's weird um i feel like for this a lot more people including promoters security and this artist and you know even consigors themselves could have done a lot better i don't know why the fuck fifty thousand motherfuckers were together in the motherfucking houston to see this nigga in the first motherfucking place but god this lets me know God, this is so fucked up. That the sky simply needs to crack open and Jesus needs to do his thing because we can't, we can't just like, we can't be left to our own advices anymore. You motherfuckers couldn't spend mere months in the house without going to a rap concert and trampling over one another. Oh, God. And here you go up on stage continuing to do whatever the fuck it is that you thought you were doing. I'm assuming because money. Right. And business and contracts and the like. Because let me pull up this shit that um, his baby But there has to be something in the ticket holder agreement. Something like if the concert has to end earlier or whatever, then oh, well. Due to, I don't know, fresh death. anything. Right. Due to the fact that people are dying. And I saw some clip of him telling people to like get that nigga or being like, jump that man, get that man, something like that. I saw saw some clip and I was like, I have to turn that off because I was about to be like physically ill at the thought. Like, did was you saying that? Did that lead to what happened here? Did that lead to somebody's death? Because it's like, here's the thing. Oh my God, this is just awful. I don't know. Like I, again, I feel like a lot of stuff is going to come out or continue to or whatever. Right, definitely. But I do know that another thing people have been saying as a criticism to Travis personally is they're like, oh, he encourages violence and rioting and stuff like this at concerts a lot of whatever. And it's like, not for nothing, a lot of these younger rap niggas try to like cross a lot of heavy metal rock star isms into mm-hmm. their performance and shows, even though a lot of their music has nothing to do with those genres and a lot of their lives and lifestyles have nothing to do with that culture, even though rock culture is black culture, but that's not the point. What I'm saying is like, it's one thing to be like, yeah, 
you know, rage, mosh, da 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 da, and all of that other stuff. Although I personally don't want to be involved in those things. That's mm-hmm. fun for people. If you are right. going to be, though, a performer who has that kind of carrying on at shows, I think you should be double, triple, quadruple more aware of what's going on in your audience and like more prepared to shut shit down if it gets bad. You know, I'm not saying that he should bear the brunt of every single loss or injury that happened there because lots of things should have been done differently to prevent this. It's not all Travis's fault, but I think that the response from him and other people on stage and in production was not uh, good. It was not nearly good enough. And his uh, Mm -hmm. weird black and white Insta video was also like, huh? And then his uh, baby mama posts, Travis and I are broken and devastated. My thoughts and prayers are with all who lost their lives, were injured, or affected in any way by yesterday's events. And also for Travis, who I know cares deeply for his fans and the Houston community. No, I'm not even... That's not even what I want to address. I want to make it clear. We weren't aware of any fatalities until the news came out after the show, and in no world would have continued filming or performing. So... You needed confirmation of death right. to be you like, let's s- stop. It couldn't have the been the people just maybe laid out and the, you know, um, right. constant flashing blue lights or the seas of people screaming, stop the show. That wasn't like enough. You needed to be certain that someone flatlined right. to be like, oh, this is serious. Like, again, I don't know who's proofreading or saying, hey, post this. It's serious once, like, massive numbers of people, like, are being hurt. Once niggas start stomping each other out. Like, even if there was some sort of mosh pit, even those, like you said, should be, like, extra heavily monitored. It's a failure somewhere. Either your security wasn't doing what they were supposed to do or you didn't have enough security. Maybe it was too many people there and y'all violated whatever crowd Mm. control you were supposed to do. But I saw a headline just before we started taping that said the Houston police chief told them, hey, shit is getting fucking crazy. It's too many people here or whatever. Like, you should chill. This should not happen. This nigga decided to go on stage anyway. I'm like, I also heard that that they sold out and then were like, oh, we added more tickets or whatever, you know. So it was like, they already knew. Y'all are in trouble. So it's like, it's one thing that it's packed. But then you have people raging, doing the most, and you just continue. It's it's just, it's all bad. The responses to it are bad. And (sighs) money's the least. People talking about, oh, well, he's refunding everybody's ticket. That is the bare minimum. Oh, he's paying for the funerals. Bare minimum. Okay. He's paying for the funerals and a whole lot more. He's about to pay for the funerals and everybody else in that family to go to college for the next three generations. He about to pay a whole lot more than that. Because how the fuck? Either way. I don't. I think think the sheer number of lawsuits and not even just the people who died, but also the number of people who were injured because of y'all's failure to to enact protective measures that should have been enacted for an event of this size. It is a failure to do that. 
Certainly, like you said, not just Travis's event organizers. It's a lot of it's a lot of blame to go around here. But once the dust settles, I wouldn't be shocked if y'all come up off of tens of millions of dollars. This is why also no shade, because I like I believe in letting people have their fun and do their thing. This is another part of the reason why festivals can big time miss me. Like a lot oh, of yeah. music festivals can miss me. Except, and I was about to say this, a part of the reason why a Kylie or somebody might be like, oh, well, is because like you are surely off to the side of the stage or in a VIP or somewhere that's nowhere near any of that. If you were out in the middle of that stuff, you would have made sure that they shut that shit down. Right. You weren't in danger, sis. So it's like, right. mm, I'm not sure. But that's like the same type of tea that I would be on. For this exact exact right. reason, if I can't be seated somewhere out, like I don't even want. Girl, I got clocked at, at Megan's. Uh, uh, oh yeah, you did drive the boat party. Yes, and Megan said they won't let her come back to that venue no more. I bet <laughs> they fucking won't. <laughs> the girl, like, and the thing about it is, as well as like. While we're talking about the lines that cross with, like, rock music and that culture and moshing and raging and all of that shit, and then hip-hop, fine, you know, but a big percentage of the festival crowd and really, like, rap concert crowd are these white boys that would you would also see at Corn right. or wherever. Yeah. And so it don't even really matter if it's Travis Scott or fucking, you know... Whoever the fuck, Lotto up on stage, bitch. It could be anybody. Yeah. It could be Ashanti. And white people find some reason to crack their skulls into each other in like six feet worth of mud. Yeah. It's man. That is just a horrible story. A really just the worst. And you bringing up Kylie Jenner reminds me of people. Did you see this tweet from People magazine? Where they were talking about the story and were like, pregnant Kylie Jenner escapes unharmed after eight dead and hundreds injured at Astro World. It was like unharmed. It was like, so of all the things that happened in this evening, you decided to talk about how Kylie Jenner is pregnant and is unharmed after this happened. Of course she is. Kylie Jenner wasn't in the middle of the fucking melee. She didn't wake up in an ice bath. In the middle right. of the fucking crowd. I wouldn't be surprised if she didn't know nothing about what was going on. Because I wouldn't be surprised if she was tucked away inside of a tent, inside of VIP, inside of another VIP. Like with her feet up, eating goldfish and drinking sparkling Texting water. I wouldn't be surprised at all. And approving so, swatches. So for y'all to be like, oh, well, just in case you were worried, Kylie Jenner is pregnant, but she's just I wasn't. fine. I wasn't. I was not thinking about I Kylie Jenner, I did not Jenner, think anything not of her. Not one time. Not one time. Why would I? People are dead, bitch. I'm not thinking about some pregnant white girl who is surely just fine. Nowhere and near And on the it. first private flight, right on out that bitch. No, I'm not thinking about her. What? Girl, it was just weird. like, oh, my everybody. God. Yes. I have no faith. Yes. In um in humanity, in people, um Gen Z and um Good Alpha, luck. Beta, I don't know whatever is, is gonna be after that. Um sorry and good luck. Mm-hmm. Um even though a good percentage of y'all are also part of the problem, so I'm not asleep. Don't get it twisted. Um God Whenever you're ready, girl. This place is ghetto. 
It stinks. When, <laughs> when, <laughs> it stinks. Um, people are sticky and mad. It is ghetto. It is very ghetto here. So whenever you, you're uh, ready, whenever you like. Just whenever you say so, the asteroid can come, girl. I'm not going to. Whenever you. Whenever it feels right to you, you let me know. I mean, the girls are talking about boosters and COVID pills now. It's it's your will, God. <laughs> Please. The day I got to take a COVID vitamin is when I'm done. So. <laughs> I'm getting my booster next weekend. I said, nah, let me go on and do it before the holidays come because... Y'all, I mean, y'all didn't stay home last year. You definitely not gonna stay home this year. <laughs> yeah, and so, like, like. <laughs> so I might as well, I might as well just go on and get my re up before the holidays come and COVID continues to tear her stupid, crazy, destructive ass. Like it's, it's not over. I just want everybody to know it's and your still pack not. of sixty COVID gummies. Oh, <laughs> anti-COVID just gummies. Every morning, taking my my multivitamin and my COVID. Your vaccine. My tea. COVID chewable. Yeah. Christ. That's where we're going. I mean, and is it what humanity deserves? Yes. Is it what I, I deserve? I so. No. Yeah. But humanity. Me, maybe. That. I'm not. <laughs> me, probably. But like. No, but the you little know, baby whenever, of the danger. No. Whenever the Lord is ready to just go on and pull the plug on this whole experiment, I'm I'll understand. not going to. I will get it. I, I hope it's not like the day it. before our Beyonce album, but you know, who right. am I? Let it be just some regular day when we're not doing nothing. Yeah. But you know, whatever whatever you say, I'm not in charge. If I was in charge, things would not be like this. <laughs> Whenever so. you're ready. Yeah, girl, we're we're here. Just waiting. See, we're going to say that. And then tomorrow there's going to be like, like the nation's going to literally crack in half and then we're gonna be probably like running and they're gonna be like oh this is y'all's fault and i'm gonna be like again this is what you wanted how dare you if i had that kind of power (laughs) things would be different but you know all right that's it will i still be alive so all right that's it we're gonna take a break come back and just sift through whatever the fuck it is that y'all lying about and please please Hey, y'all, this podcast is brought to you by Squarespace. Finding a work-life balance can be tough, okay? If anybody knows, I know. But Squarespace gives you the tools to reach your goals and have time to celebrate. If you don't know, Squarespace is the all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online. You can use Squarespace to create a website, engage with your audience, and sell anything from products to your time, all in one place. With the new guided design Squarespace Blueprint, you can select from curated layout and styling options to create a personalized website that's optimized for every device and make checkout easy for customers with easy-to-use payment tools. You can accept credit cards, PayPal, Apple Pay, and in certain countries, you can give customers the chance to buy now and pay later with Afterpay and Clearpay. And with Squarespace AI, you can explain what your site is about, choose your tone, enter what you need, and get auto-generated text. Y'all know I love Squarespace. I used it to put our website together. This is 3.com. I've also used it on my personal website, crystal.com. And that is because, first of all, it's very easy to use if you ever need to update it. It's simple to log in, make whatever updates you can make or whatever you need to do without knowing any code or anything like that. And it helps me 
to just stay organized, do everything I need to do. Because you got to have a web presence, okay? It's 2024. You got to have a web pre- web presence. So head on over to squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, go to squarespace.com slash three to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Let them know if you're in Crystal sent you. All right, let's get back to the show. So listen, guys, the next generation of influential Black voices can be found on NPR's new collection, Black Stories, Black Truths. I've been running my mouth about it for a while now. Black representation in media is incredibly important, and I feel like it's in kind of a precarious situation at the moment. So amplifying and enjoying as many of these stories as possible is pretty important. Black Stories, Black Truths is a celebration of Blackness from NPR. Each of NPR's Black voices are Distinct, varied, and nuanced as the Black experience itself. You can get things from Bobby Schmurder to The Wire, Michelle Obama to Reparations. There's no limit to the range of Black stories, Black truths. Black perspectives have always been centered in the telling of America's story. Now they are the story. Here are feed of episodes from across NPR's podcast that center on Black voices. Turn on NPR today and hear a range of voices as varied, nuanced, and Black as the country we reflect. Stories should never be about us without us listen now to black stories black truths from npr wherever you get podcasts it's time to read your letters it is send your questions to ask the read at gmail.com we may just read them aloud on the show so we have an update from the young lady last week who um was talking about her mama and this money situation her mama taking money out of her account and all that so she said hey y'all just to be clear i don't live with my mother since my accident, it was difficult getting back on my feet financially. I live in Atlanta, which is six hours away from home with a roommate, and I work two jobs. I pay rent, electric, and all that other shit on my own. She bought a birthday car as a birthday. Oh, she bought a birthday car. She bought me a car as a birthday gift, hmm. and we agreed to me paying a quarter of the monthly note. I feel like she's seen me earning more money recently since I started working two jobs and now feels some kind of way about it. I told her I have no problem paying a higher percentage. I just don't want to live paycheck to paycheck now because she got an attitude. I decided I'll either take on the car note altogether or I'll help with the Airbnb, but I'm not going to do both. If she wants to be spiteful, then I'll figure it out. But you won't be the hostess with the mostest with my coins. <clears throat> However, I haven't told her about all that just yet. And honestly, I'm going to try to avoid the condo because she's the convo because she has already set up my full car note to come out of my account this month. I did what you said, Crystal, and created a new bank account where the funds are now resting. Thanks for your advice. And I don't remember the fake name we gave her, so I'm going to avoid her real name. But um, I'm glad to hear that you don't live with her. I'm glad that the advice about, you know, opening a new account was useful for you. And again, sorry that you went through that. Parents can, you know... Like I say all the time, parents are just people and they are frequently very fucked up. So, um, but yeah, thanks for the update. Let's dive right into our first letter this week. It comes from Ashley, who says, my boyfriend and I are both 33 years old. I'm an accountant making $80,000 plus commission and I work 10 to 12 hours a day. Mm. My boyfriend makes about 40K. He is a musician and works about 10 hours a week. He sleeps all day and stays up all night playing video games. When we moved in together three months ago, I agreed to paying $1,100 a month for rent while he pays the remaining $400 because I make more money than he does. I thought that he wasn't working because of COVID, but now I realize that this is just his lifestyle. 
He thinks that I'm because he can pay his portion of the rent that he shouldn't get another job doing something he hates when he can continue doing what he loves. He thinks that if he gets a check, he thinks that if he gets a steady job during the week, that it could interfere with a random gig, which in turn would be a missed opportunity. On one hand, he makes <laughs> he makes about $100 an hour. And since he doesn't have a degree, he would have to work a full day at a regular job to make that much. He is white and he does come from a rich family, but they don't help him financially. <laughs> I admit that my idea of a man is a provider and I'm starting to think that my boyfriend is selfish and lazy. Am I in the wrong for wanting him to contribute more and wake up before noon? It seems like if I have to suffer and get a job and pay these bills, he should have to do the same. Thanks, guys. I love you both so much. I've listened to every episode. Thanks, Ashley. <clears throat> Ashley, I'm assuming that you are not white. Oh, no, she's not. She's black. So. And paying a white man's bills. I'm sorry. The ancestors are shuddering right now. You mean to tell me. <laughs> you are paying... The bulk of this man's expenses. Mm-hmm. He sleeps and gains and makes excuses for a living. You're not married. <clears throat> you didn't mention children. Mm-mm. Why is this man in your house? I don't understand why, um, where, when does he get out? When does he, when, (laughs) when does he leave the home? Because. When he works, when he has a gig. My problem with that bullshit is. Oh no. That should not prevent you from getting a better job, bigger job, working more hours, doing whatever to just you know what I'm saying, like hold your own weight, balance things out. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? If you're talking about a gig that could come up, when I hear the word gig, yeah. typically I think of an opportunity, which may be great, but will also likely be uh, temporary, many times Mm -hmm. uh, very short-lived, sometimes just a day. One night only. Yep. Yep. That's right. So how is that stopping you from going down and filling out applications doll baby i don't understand why you can't do more you can you don't want to and this is what the fuck i be talking about y'all be out here motherfucking paying these niggas feeding these niggas sucking and fucking these niggas yep clothing these niggas Birthing their babies, raising them, doing all of these goddamn things. 
And a nigga won't even wipe his ass. Mm. <laughs> I don't. And this is a white. I'm done talking to you. <laughs> oh, Ashley. I don't oh, understand. Ashley. I So <laughs> I So the question that you're asking at the end of this letter, am I wrong? <laughs> For wanting him to contribute more and wake up before noon. No. That's not what you're wrong about. You're not wrong for wanting that, but you are wrong for agreeing to it. There because there it is. three months ago, when y'all moved in together, y'all's rent was $1,500. And you agreed to pay $1,100. That's where you fucked up. You're not wrong for wanting somebody who works regularly or makes more money or gets up and does something with themselves. But you agreed to do this. I think that is that was your crucial mistake here. He he thinks so you said that like he thinks because he can pay his part of the rent he shouldn't have to do a job doing something he hates. I mean, and that's the thing he doesn't like he doesn't have to do something he hates. He doesn't have to push himself in any way because somebody is going to take care of the bulk of his expenses Y'all. so that he can sit around and play video games, stay up late, smoke weed, work whenever the mood strikes or whenever an opportunity comes up and still be just fine. And even when he didn't have you to lean on, he had his rich family in the background. You said they don't support him. I don't know if he don't talk to them. Or if it's just like, I don't want any help, mom and dad. I am a girl grown up. I don't know which one that is. But either way, he always had a safety net. And it just is like you're his safety net instead of his family. So you can always um, change your mind. You can always say, I thought that this was going to be a lot more acceptable. And now that I see that. You know, I I have to sacrifice so much. I get up early. I'm at work all day. I may, I work 10 to 12 hours a day, come home, and here you are, and you done left pork and bean juice on my countertops, and it's dirty socks all over the place, and you just got up three hours ago, and you haven't even showered yet today. Like, <laughs> you can always say, I'm not happy, or I'm not satisfied, or this isn't what I want out of a long-term partnership, but you know, you also have to take accountability because you willingly went into a situation knowing that you would be paying more than twice, nearly three times what a white man is paying for rent. I just don't know. I really don't know how that you swallowed that in the first place. I don't know how that ever seemed like a good idea. I don't know how that ever sounded like something tolerable to you. If I was moving in with a white man, a white man, I can't actually I truly fathom having a fun. job at all. I can't even imagine having a job. If the nigga was yellow no. with purple polka dots, I'm paying I'm eleven hundred dollars. You're paying four. So that a man nigga. can sit down, a man. I don't girl, give a fuck. Girl. If the girl, nigga was oh, a dragon, you motherfuckers be dating <laughs> Phil and Lil, and then you are like gagged when they have toddler tantrums. Everybody's confused. I don't feel sorry for none of y'all. You, both of you niggas, need to speak to licensed uh, professionals. Mm. 
Mm-hmm. Because the yeah. fact that you, the fact that you agree to this and put this bitch in the position to even look at you cockeyed and be on some well I don't understand that because if I go get a job then what about a gig what's 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 going on what's wrong cause a gig could be his big break and and I don't give a a fuck about his big break little break medium break Break venti latte grande. I don't give a fuck what I don't care. I'm talking about you, sis. Ashley, what's wrong with you? What's what's mm. where who failed you? Yeah. Let's talk about that. Let's get into it. Because how wrong. did we get here for anybody? But the fact that you are looking at a white man. Mm-mm. 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 No ma'am. No ma'am. It's not no, too ma'am. late to get out. It's not. Now, y'all just moved in together three months ago, so you probably have another nine months on this lease. But luckily, I mean, he should get out. It's your home. Yeah. You having a full time job and (laughs) an actual salary uh, can probably cover that fifteen hundred all by yourself. No problem. Like he's only paying four hundred. Like, and I bet you paying all the utilities, too, girl. I bet you are. Oh, uh, uh. oh, my God. My thing is. I. Love uh, entrepreneurship. I love creative oh, yeah. energy. How I could love we not? People who right, who want to like do their own thing and make their own thing and all that other stuff. Um, however, at the same time, when you're in a relationship, especially if you are living together, sharing expenses of any kind, give and take is just unfortunately a part of the formula and i personally would not have so much of a problem um doing a bit more supporting than my partner who is a creative or whatever trying to like get a business off the ground if i see that you are mm. working your ass off to make that stuff happen if all if all you can do is 400 out of this 1500 but you busting your ass losing sleep like my motherfucking ass was doing in and yeah. out of college high school and shit like that working full-time going to school full-time losing sleep editing videos at five o'clock in the motherfucking morning doing all of that shit if i see you doing that then i'm not gonna have as much pressure for you if any but what you're not going to do is sleep until Judge Judy come on and then play a couple of rounds of 2K and Call of Duty and then talk to me about a gig. Get out of my house. Yeah. While I'm at work all day? Because here's the thing. You can go and do that wherever the fuck you going to stay and I can pay my rent in my apartment. Right okay. Here, where I stay. And then where you're per- when you're permitted to come over. Great. Yeah. And we'll see how long that lasts. But I'm not paying your rent, sweet bitch. That's not gonna happen. <laughs> I really can't. I don't. I. I mean, I feel like I've been in love before, but I've never had these kind of feelings for somebody. I've never stupid. had. <laughs> I, I mean, I've done. never had. I'll pay eleven hundred dollars while you pay four hundred and don't do shit. Well, with when your I was this dumb, yourself. I didn't have eleven hundred dollars for nobody. <laughs> so of course not. <laughs> But if I did, I might. Not for me, you, us as a collective. Nobody. Not for nobody. Right. So, so, thankfully. Oh, Ashley. Yeah. You know, you're not, 
wrong, but you're going to have to sit down and have some very real conversations with him. And, you know, if maybe he needs to tap into his rich ass family and have them. Right. Like if 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 the money is available, then maybe he should have his family start paying the rent so that it's not all on you. But again, you agree to this. You need to ask yourself why. I'd be like, Kendall Roy, get the fuck out of my house. Mm-hmm. And find Shit. you somebody to play with. This is probably your apartment. His name is probably not on it. Or if it is, it's like, here is the other uh, person over 18 who will be living here. Like the lease is probably in your name. So, you know, do with that information <laughs> what you will. But I think you need to have some difficult conversations with yourself about why this, you, you, you saw the situation and decided to to walk right into it. But you can always change your mind, girl. You can always go back and you can always kick this motherfucker out and move on with your life if that's what feels is right for you. But are you wrong for having your feelings? No, I can't say you are because I feel the same way. And it's not even about him being a man necessarily. It's about him being a partner. I'm not going to bust my ass and be at work all fucking day while you don't do anything. And it's not like you're at home raising our kids or something. You just at home chilling. And that's another thing. I don't want nobody in my house all day. I don't want nobody always Dwayne, in my home. Title. Nobody. White so men can't pay. <laughs> Send. You know what? Good luck, Ashley. Please. And I mean, please let me know how this goes. Um, let's see. Shall we talk to Bruce, the black gay man, or to Nicole, who has a question about her BFF? Bruce, the black gay man, sounds like a character on Big Mouth. What was the second one? It does. Um, look, you know what? Let's let's see what Bruce got going on today. Sure, yeah. Bruce says, hey, y'all, I'm a 28-year-old black gay man. I've been messing with this guy, Marcus, exclusively for about four to five years. Wow. So. Yep. Forever. In the last, <laughs> right. In the last year and a half, we've gotten more serious, and it's been more like la- we're actually you know what? No, that's dating right. each other. Yeah. Because <laughs> listen, he said we've been messing around, not we've been in a relationship. Yeah. In the past, Marcus has brought up being has brought up us being a couple eventually, but he is extremely wishy-washy. So I never took him seriously. One week he would be all over me, obsessed with me talking about where he sees us in five years. And then the next week he would barely reply to a text message and just overall be very distant. Uh, At first I thought he was being a fuck nigga, but then I started to see a pattern with him. My brother has bipolar disorder and I can sort of see the signs. So I kind of feel like I was starting to see them with Marcus, but I overlooked it because we aren't a couple and the dick is amazing. Fast forward to the start of the pandemic. We were hanging out more regularly and feelings developed further. And he expressed even more that he wants to be my boyfriend. I was hesitant because, I, like I said before, he goes from one extreme to the next. So I was just sort of waiting for the ball to drop and for him to switch it up. I did a deep dive through all his social media to see if there was anything suspicious. And it turns out that he does have bipolar disorder. He admits to it and he doesn't believe in taking medication. 
He made a comment in some Facebook posts about how he self treat uh, about how he self treats his condition. Now I know everybody has different views on treatment and medication, and I definitely am in no position to tell him what to do. But that is something that def- that directly affects those around you and explains a lot of his behavior over the years. Am I fucked up because now I think I might not want to date him because of this? He said that if I'm not ready for a relationship, we can continue to move how we have been. But I don't want him to. I don't want him to think that it would lead to something. I also don't want him to force me. I'd also don't want to force him, sorry, to tell me about his diagnosis or give him an ultimatum. What would you do in my situation? Right. He doesn't even know you know. Any advice helps. Thanks, Bruce. Sorry, I don't know why I fucked up so bad reading that. I completely <laughs> like lost at some yeah. point. Eyes are just jumping all over the place. But yeah, Bruce. Oh, interesting. You've been spending most of your 20s with this man <laughs> messing with exclusively for four to five years. It was what had me like, wait a minute, what? Yeah. So you ain't fucked nobody but Marcus for four to five years? Okay. Wow. And you That's interesting. Are just learning a lot. Yeah. Um, But they were just, it's, it sounds like things were not very deep. Or intimate. Right. Uh, yeah. Just until, in the last year and a half since right. the pandemic started, which a lot of people can probably relate to. Right. Things switching up when the pandemic started. I mean, I can't say that I know how I would address a conversation uh, like this. Um. I mean, because you have known each other for a long time, but like we said, you haven't really known each other for a long time. And he didn't come forward with this information. You went and seeked it out. Right. Um, so uh, here's the thing. You know, when we're answering these questions, it's like, I guess I have to just... Like, I have to go with whatever my initial feeling is and just stick by that. <laughs> because, like, I don't it's not like I have my whole bunch of time to sit here and think. Um, right. But I want to say that because you don't really want, you, like, know that you don't want to be his boyfriend. And it sounds like you may not have really wanted to be his boyfriend in any fucking way. Mm-hmm. Um, that... Maybe you aren't like old or he isn't old, like any particular explanation mm-hmm. about, you know, this topic or this being why you're hesitant. You know, you cannot right. be in a want to be in a relationship or not want to be his boyfriend for a host of reasons. Um but I think that, like, if it does come down to you saying or having to be like, okay, well, I'm not trying to date or be serious because X, Y, Z, you could say the truth, which is that sometimes you're hot, sometimes you're cold. I don't really know, mm-hmm. you know, how I could see a relationship working out with that. You don't have to say, I also know right. that you, you know, 
suffer from bipolar disorder or don't meditate. You don't have to get into all of that. Maybe he'll tell you himself just by saying that. And then you can discuss how you feel about it, obviously. And the benefit of knowing already is that maybe if you do get to that discussion, you can start prepping how you would respond to that discussion, the things that you'd like to say, how do you actually mm-hmm. feel if you do get to a point in discussing it? But like I said, since you don't really want to date him anyway, like I guess you do. It sounds like you have like um, like you care enough that you don't want to just be like you know go fuck yourself or ghost him or whatever, which is great. Um, but yeah, I think that I would probably just, if anything, be like, well. Our communication is not the best, but our sex right. is great. So I'm satisfied with that. You're satisfied with that. <laughs> like, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, he did say, you know, if you're not ready for a relationship, then y'all can just keep doing what you have been doing. Right. But you can also just break this off. You can also just be like, you know, I feel like feelings are getting into it and I don't want to do something knowing that this isn't going to go anywhere. I agree with Kid Fury completely that you can just stick to the effects that this is having on you and you don't have to make it about the disorder itself. Like mm-hmm. if y'all are having this conversation, you can be like, you know, it's hard for me to feel like you and I can develop to the point of a relationship because inconsistency is the hallmark of this relationship. Like sometimes you are all up my ass and other times you act like I don't mean shit to you and this is whatever. And if he does choose to disclose the diagnosis, then then you can be like, okay, well, I mean, I get it. It's fully your choice about medication and treatment and what you're going to do. But if this is, if you think, if you feel like you're managing it well now, then this isn't going to work out for me because the way you're managing it now hurts me. <laughs> like it, exactly. I feel like exactly. sometimes you care about me and sometimes you don't. So that exactly. is his choice. And it is also your choice to say, I can't handle a relationship where I have, uh, where I'm going to be subject to being treated like that. So it doesn't yeah. have to be like, Oh, I'm a terrible person. Cause I won't date somebody with this mental illness. It can be, I can't handle the effects of this. I can't exactly. handle that kind of treatment. And you are well within your right. To do that. I've dated people who have bipolar disorder, all kinds of y'all know that I have depression and anxiety. Um, So I'm certainly not against dating people who have mental illnesses, but we all have a responsibility to take care of ourselves and not hurt the people around us. So exactly. If Marcus can't do that, then that's on him. It's one thing. It's not like you're saying, well, because of your uh, your mental health issue. Um, I don't want to date you. It's right. like the way that you are choosing, because you're right. Like people have their own reasons for not for, for however they choose to approach right. medication or lack thereof. Um, but the, the end of the story is that it's, still hurts me like it's not conducive to us having a healthy relationship it's just not so it's not like fuck you dude with bipolar you freak or whatever it's just like unfortunately this doesn't really work out um Mm -hmm. not in a way that i think you know things could be that serious and honestly like i liked what you said about just breaking it off because it's like yeah, he's saying, well, you know, we could just continue to do what we're doing or whatnot. But it's like, could we? 
Because good way. If things are going to get serious as they right. clearly are, mm-hmm. it may be best that we just go ahead and chill and keep yeah. things like a, a nice distance, fr- a distant friendship, respected respect, you know, and mm-hmm. just move from there. Right. Without because, you know, let's let's end this before somebody <laughs> really gets heartbroken behind it. That's kind of my general feelings about it. But. You know, you are you are allowed to to take care of yourself first and foremost. And if somebody constantly blowing hot and cold is going to hurt your feelings and you're allowed to remove yourself from that situation. And and, you know, that who can who can possibly fault you for that? Right. So you don't want to make him feel bad for having bipolar disorder, but he can't right. just make you feel bad because he does. You know, right. And even if he didn't like. <laughs> this behavior, this sometimey ass behavior is a red flag for anybody. Exactly. And knowing why he does it, like be or thinking you know why he does it cuz maybe he is just like this and maybe it's because of the That's bipolar, true. we don't know. That's true. But <laughs> but all it does is really provide some context. It helps with understanding um where the behavior is coming from. It might help with like not taking it personally or not thinking that it's about you, which is useful. That's a good thing, but it doesn't take away the fact that it's things. So yeah, ultimately, Bruce, um, I say have the conversation, make it about the behavior and then, but it honestly to me sounds like ending this where it is and thanking him for the five years of good dick. You know, it's wrap it up in a nice little bow and start 2022. Christ Jesus, is that the year? Wow. Yeah. <laughs> where did 2021 go how is it already november but you know then start 2022 with new dicks making new mistakes with new dicks is my my motto a mantra um and best of luck to or you. other genitals oh yeah you know whatever i say i say dick to mean a lot of different uh setups oh, so <laughs> Let's cut it off right there before y'all start talking to me crazy. Send your questions to asktheread at gmail.com and we'll be right back. Hey guys, May is Mental Health Awareness Month and Talkspace's leading virtual therapy provider is encouraging people to talk it out in therapy. Opening up to a therapist might feel uncomfortable, cathartic, exhausting, or exhilarating. Personally, I find it to be all of these things depending on the time and time. But... If you keep talking or texting with a licensed therapist, you'll gain insights and uncover truths that you can find only in therapy. Personally, I'm therapy constantly. It's one of the most important things in my life right now, to be honest with you. And it is just, it makes a difference knowing that you have someone somewhere uh, that is judgment-free, that is unbiased, that can hear you out. And it being Mental Health Awareness Month is the time if it's been on your mind to give it a try. Celebrate May, Mental Health Awareness Month, and the power of talking out in therapy. Talkspace is offering every listener of The Read $80 off your first month with promo code SPACE80. When you go to Talkspace.com slash read to match with a licensed therapist today, go to Talkspace.com slash read to get $80 off your first month with the code SPACE80. And to show your support for the show, that's Talkspace.com slash R-E-A-D code S-P-A-C-E-8-0. Go get some help. Talk some stuff out. Let's get back to the show. We're back. 
And it's time now to wrap up the show. Amen. With the read. Correct. Take it away, Crystal. All right. I am seriously not going to take up a lot of time this week. Wow, me neither. Okay. 35 Uh, minutes later. Please. (laughs) I am actually going to dip my foot into white people's business. Y'all know normally I stay out of whatever is going on in in Caucasia, but um, I saw something a few days ago that really pissed me off. So Chris Pratt. Oh, um, girl. Not me sitting here about to explain who Chris Pratt is. Y'all know who the fuck Chris Pratt is. Who? <sighs> so Chris Pratt all left behind many series looking ass posted a picture of him and his wife where she's looking at him like she's a fucking robot. And the caption says, might be. guys, sh- for real, look how she's looking at me. I mean, find you somebody that looks at you like that. You know, we met in church. She's given me an amazing life, a gorgeous, healthy daughter. She chews so loudly that sometimes I put in my earbuds to drown it out. But that's love. She helps me with everything. In return, periodically, I open a jar of pickles. That's the trade. Her heart is pure and it belongs to me. So funny. My greatest treasure right next to my Ken Griffey Jr. Upper Deck Rookie Card, which if you know, you know is saying a lot. That it's her birthday in about six weeks. Whitest, yep, fucking nineteen ninety six Disney Channel original movie ass shit that I have ever brink. What? Go ahead. So if I don't get her anything, I'll tell her to look back on this post. Love you, honey. Heart emoji. Heart emoji. Okay. So, um, the internet understandably reacted. There's so much about this that's just, that is absolutely terrible. First of all. This photo has to be doctored in some way. This background, this couch setup, it's not making a lot of sense to me. Why? Um, I'm looking at it. The, but okay. So is it just me or does it look like they're sitting on two different couches? And who takes a photo that way? And who is taking the picture? And for what reason? Oh, oh. Right? Like it's weird. But also the couch. The couches are weird. <laughs> I just noticed, like <laughs> the couches are weird. I just noticed it. It does look like two different couches. And how come she's looking at you and you're looking at the camera? Like this oh, isn't. That but makes sense. Also, the overall tone of this is very much like, look at this incredible Stepford wife that I have, who does all these things and makes my yeah, life better it, in so many ways. It looks all like I the have picture do, on the front of a, a pamphlet for a white super mega church. Yes, yeah. it does. Uh, yes. Yes, it is fully given that. And I wouldn't be surprised if Chris Pratt did start his own church at some point. Like, not at all. But the the really awful, you know, I'm I'm a I'm a husband and I do the bare minimum and that's real love. And that's the greatest thing in the world. That aside, this line about a gorgeous, healthy daughter is what really pissed a lot of people off because um as a lot of you already know, Chris Pratt was married before to Anna Ferris, who is absolutely hilarious. Yes, she is. Um, and seems to be great. And they have a son, Jack. Jack was born with several um, health conditions. He had, um, I think, an issue, a problem with his heart. He had some hernia surgeries. I did not know all this. Some surgeries on his eyes. Again, an absolutely adorable little boy. So sweet. Like, he just looks... Uh, you know what he looks like? He looks like an innocent 
precious child, which is exactly what he is. And I'm sure the same can be said for your daughter. But I don't know how you as a father can say something like that, knowing that you have a child who is older, who has health issues, who may also see this one day. I really don't see how you can be like... Wow, this white woman that I have now, all the things she's done for me, the way she makes everything so much better. And then the fact that she also gave me this gorgeous, healthy daughter. I just couldn't ask for anything more. Like there's nothing wrong with your son because he has health issues. That doesn't make him <laughs> a mean, less desirable child. No, I mean, it doesn't. Like the, it, there's, you're not, the little boy is not less valuable because of health concerns. And I just feel like oh, if you, no, knowing that you have a child with chronic health issues, for you to then turn around and be like, oh, well, this woman, she gave me a healthy daughter and I just love her for that. It absolutely rubbed me the wrong fucking way. Like I said, I stay out of white business. I really try not to get too involved in what the fuck is going on over there. But I found that to be absolutely disgusting. I'm not going to cave for Chris Bratt because he creeps me out, to be honest. With Leave you. it alone. <laughs> so I'm no, I'm sorry. I hate it. I absolutely hate it. I do. Because everything else about Chris Pratt leads me to feel like this is ableist. I loved Andy Dwyer. I did too. And I have to remind myself that this is not Andy Dwyer. It isn't. And the weirdo Christian bullshit that he's been doing lately. I'm just saying the progression of Chris Pratt over the past several years leads me to feel like this isn't some innocent throwaway comment like so many people do. Like, oh, my God, beautiful, healthy baby. We couldn't be happier. I just it feels more pointed than that to me because of his evolution, for lack of a better word, over the past several years. So I just found it truly disgusting. And I wanted to say officially on the record, fuck Chris Pratt. Um, I, he posted some video on Instagram about how the backlash made him so sad and he didn't even want to work out, but he put on his Christian rock playlist and went out and ran and then he felt so much better. So to God be the glory. I'm just like, girl, go to hell. So nothing about, wow, I can see how this was misconstrued or you guys really got the wrong impression about what I said about my son. I adore my son. He's amazing. Both of my children are gifts from God. Nothing like that. Just, wow, you guys were being meanies. So I had to turn on my my playlist and go run in the woods and inhale the the pine trees. And then I felt all better. Girl, fuck you. I'm sure that little boy and his mama are better off with you being wherever you are at and away from them. I hope you have as little contact with him as possible if that's how you feel about him. Truly fuck you to the ends of the earth. And that's it. I'm done. Like I said, in and out. Um, I just feel like anybody else could be Mario and Garfield, honestly. But now that I don't even know, (laughs) why is he voicing Mario? Money or Garfield? Garfield, (laughs) you know what? Fuck Chris Pratt. Fuck Chris Pratt. The the least valuable of the Chris's to me. I know when y'all finna be like, his movie's actually gross. I don't care. Fuck him. Go to hell. <gasps> TMZ just said Stevie J is filing for divorce from uh, Faith. <laughs> well, interesting. Inter- Let me close this damn To uh, let Stevie J file Mm-mm. from divorce from me. Wait, this would be the first divorce? Stevie J, this was the first time he got married? 
Yeah, I think so. Why did I assume he was married to somebody? Not Jocelyn? He didn't marry Jocelyn? I don't think they were married. No, clearly not. Okay, well, anyway, fuck Chris Pratt, and I'm done. Okay, for me this week, um, I also don't have too much to say. I'm not going to waste too much time. I just want to um, address two quick things. First of all, um, Lawrence and Convection Oven. I'm tired. How did I know? I am so tired. Y'all drove me into the soil on yesterday. Like... (laughs) Who do I even begin with both y'all so goddamn aggravating? Let's start. You know what? I'm going to start with condensed milk because you, like, the other one is he the nerve. So I feel like I have a little bit more for him. So I'm going to just say for you. Okay, sis. Can the nigga hold the baby? Like, I don't even understand. Like, mama, I get it because <laughs> you're you're tight. Who does he think that he is? Where was this nigga? He feel like this, that, and the third. He can just come around here and whatever, whatever. And so, like, I understand you standing your ground. You know, your sister Kiki is here with her sickening cornrows. Layla Rashawn is your mama. That's a that's um a battlefield. <laughs> You know what I mean? Mama came around the corner into the hospital room and saw Layla and Kiki and gagged as he should have. I did. (laughs) Meaning my baby. But can the nigga hold the goddamn baby? At some point, you have to shake off some of that goddamn sour, that that extra. You know, when you go and get like um, sour, quote unquote, sour versions of candy and they just put like sugar on the top of sour, it. Yeah. Shake that yeah. sour sugar shit off of it, honey, and get back to you. <laughs> you name the baby Mustafa um, Jebediah Freeman, whatever the fuck the baby name is or whatever. <laughs> he, you know, swallowed that one. Okay, you told him when, of course, I'm not saying he shouldn't have. You told him when and where the baptism was going to be. Swallow that one. Mama almost swung on people and shit like that, but everybody had it out. Can the nigga hold the goddamn baby? You're so fucking bitter about how disgusting that this nigga was, but you're still so like, I guess, determined to be around him that you are like. You don't even seem to be realizing that you're just controlling shit to a degree that you don't have to because you could easily just tell him to fuck off into the goddamn sunset and see his ass in the courtroom. Could you not? Man, you could. It'd be a shame because this baby is like six weeks old, but yeah, you could. She'll be all right. She's six weeks old. <laughs> Tiffany husband talking about something the baby can feel that energy. You know what the baby can feel? Baby the can. warmth of a of a tit when he is hungry. Oh yeah, that too. No, I'm sure the baby can't feel that energy, but my whole thing yeah. is bitch, if you you don't like him. No. <laughs> Should not have had his baby. The nigga draws breath and you look <laughs> Exhausted she and inconvenient. So, over it. <laughs> so t- 
tell him to really fuck off. Why the fuck did you ask Mama to meet you down at Simone's uh, birthday party? For the fuck what? You don't like her. And then as soon as this nigga picked the baby up, uh, give me my baby. You getting on my damn nerves. You aggravating. Now move to the side so I can address this one. <laughs> Who the fuck do you think that you are, Lawrence? Niggas. Niggas. I have been tired of you since that Best Buy polo. But now... Since you've got a cardigan budget, okay, (laughs) and some Argyle socks, you feel like you're not that fuckboy from way back when. See, they've been told you, and it seems as though you haven't stuck on to the fact that you are a fuck nigga, and you are not graduated. Nigga, you found out that you had a baby on the way that you didn't fucking want, weren't planning for, and hit the road jack you didn't come back no more <laughs> let her be pregnant in la by herself by <laughs> her damn on a whole date okay. on a whole date okay. talking about some i i think my baby is being born <laughs> Elijah just just adjusting to the motherfucking lamps at home and you talking about some you have a right. Bitch, are you out of your ever-loving goddamn black-ass mind, hoe? You better fall in line. (laughs) Ask what can I bring to the function? Woo! Putting that crib together Earn like the a dollar don't let you take that newborn. You're not taking that newborn I was so on no glad. fucking plane. Bitch, are you white? <laughs> she knows that the motherfucker can't Woo. do that. She knows what carrots and whatever the fuck can be in his, his bottle and whatnot. Because she probably spent all nine of those goddamn months reading about it. Learning how to do it. Woo. Why am I yelling? Mm. See and see... Grant is probably like, I test the mics. Yeah, I do that on purpose. And the mic. I say, and I ask yell. you to yell yeah. as yeah. loud as possible so that we don't. Mm-hmm. And, and what I'm do like, you do? I'm like, you I'm literally it. just like, hey, this is me yelling. All right, I'm not going to get any. Not louder gonna get any louder. No, I'm really this week. I'm really no, I'm not, not going to yell louder. Gonna scream. I don't scream. I'm and not a screaming person. And then what do you do? I forgot I was talking about this episode this week. <laughs> it was a lot. It was. It was a lot. Bitch, you felt like because Issa left your ass without a word. As she should have. As she should have. A queen. Issa basically Birdman hand rubbed and was like, mm-hmm. Yeah. I was so happy for my girl. She avoided all that shit. And so you were like, oh, how do I, you know what I mean, evolve into that next level bad bitch? Yeah. I have a baby now. I shall be the dad. And that comes with decision-making and being a part of the conglomerate. 
songs. You better ask what size sock that baby wear or whatever the fuck that shit is. What, however that shit works. Ask motherfucker what size um, baby Jordans do you get for six weeks old? For six for mm. six weeks. Yeah. That's what you do. You go on down to the Oshkosh as well as the Bagash, and you go get everything that they have for um puss to 12 months. I don't know how I don't know anything about kids. But you go into the section puss that says puss to six to well, puss it, to three it's months. Birth. It's birth. It's birth. It's just birth. Okay, birth to three months <laughs> or to 12 weeks. It's normally up to three months, but yeah, it is. You're right. You got it. That's the math. It's mathing. And then you buy that. See, you know just about as much as I do about raising a goddamn baby, going into parking lots and telling people what they should be doing with their motherfucking time. And I was so glad that they did that split split screen shit too, because Mm -hmm. it was like, let's really get into it. Because while, yes, compact disc also gets on my everlasting gob-stopping goddamn nerves. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. Definitely. Niggas really be like, oh, well, she don't understand, and she don't let me do this, and I don't even understand what And then, meanwhile, she is, like, pissing and right. breastfeeding at 5 o'clock in the morning, hasn't slept right. in weeks, and you're knee-deep in fresh puss and waiting yep. for, like, a, a job promotion or something like that, complaining and asking this bitch where her goddamn problem is. When I tell you, when I saw that turbulence, I was like, finally. Now's the time! <laughs> Get him out of here! Now's the time! <laughs> but, of course, it was just like, teach him a lesson and make him think differently or whatever. And then they got back on the phone. Aggravating! Just aggravating. Both of y'all get on my damn nerves. Oh, Yeah. I mean, you're going to have to figure it out. I think everybody saw this coming when when Condola decided to keep the baby. This this is new parents and adjustments and stress and all that. It was going to be messy, but <laughs> I just don't know how you sit up here talking about how you, you want to have a say-so and you want to have influence and such over all these decisions. When you left, you left. Like you literally left in during my pregnancy. So how was I supposed to interpret that? <laughs> Talking about keep me posted. What happened to keep me posted? Bitch. <laughs> <laughs> A mess, both of them. Again, I was just very it glad was for Issa. So hard. Like, I was happy for Issa. Who Same. did not have to who was not in the whole episode. Cause that would that bullshit, none of her business. Beautiful, beautiful. I love Burr. when shows will take a character, especially if it's not a character that I like. If it's a character I don't despise, like there was no way you were going to give me another side of Joffrey Baratheon. I would, like, I don't give a fuck. Like right. they tried it with Cersei, and it didn't work. It didn't. It didn't. It, it did not work. It, it did not work. Um, but. I love when they take characters like Condola and they show like they give me more layers to them and you know give show me other sides. And ultimately, she was still aggravating as all fuck, as all fuck. As I said, oh, yeah. far too controlling, very clearly pissed, making all the wrong decisions. Tell that nigga to kick bricks. You don't have to be nice to this bitch. Just because I mean, like, for, but anyway, <laughs> it was just like. <laughs> 
Who the fuck do you think you are? Both of y'all. I'm just, we gonna pray for you, so. Mm-hmm. Yeah, do that. I'm gonna leave it right there. Y'all do that. Pray for her. Because she got dick on the table and crying instead, so everybody has problems. You should have seen my motherfucking face. I I mean, honestly, I've been waiting for y'all to see this episode because I knew. <laughs> the way that she asked him to stay over and he was like, oh, all right. I literally did like the Cupid shuffle. I was so excited. <laughs> yes, get mm-hmm. some. And then. And then. It was a hard day. She had a hard day. Dick not on the menu tonight. Sean. <laughs> you Y'all just y'all just keep tuning in. Just continue to shut up. Because first of all, like (laughs) I'm just saying. I cannot say nothing because I know, know, bitch. Like yes, I know. So I'm just like trying to be a part of the conversation without saying something I can't say. Girl. Anyway, so the other thing that I was gonna say this week is that I was at the Target earlier, um, buying my personals, and um, I came across something. What are your personals? <laughs> I would love to know. Because <laughs> when I say personals, I mean like tampons, money bags. I said it. You make me so sick. <laughs> you make me so sick. <laughs> oh my gosh, I love that term. It's so funny. Nobody even says that anymore. Does anybody still say personals except people that like grew up in the 90s? I don't know. Anyways. I have no idea. Right. So I was at Target and um, I was buying like, like flushable wipes. And I Thank saw you. a brand. <laughs> because I think that's for all adults here. I saw their, um, I was introduced to a brand called Dude Wipes. Um, I'm what? <laughs> what is that? A wipe for men? They're just I mean, booty wipes. Uh, wait, just are, booty wipes. Are, flush, are flushable wipes feminine? What is this? What are we doing here? <laughs> and the fucking description on the back said some dumb shit too, like whether you had a a burrito or something so it was just so bro it's like do we really have to like market wiping our asses with a moist cloth yeah to to straight guys to dudes and bros are y'all okay i googled it they have a dude bidet (laughs) as opposed to a girl bidet what (laughs) This is ridiculous. Men are so stupid. <laughs> it's like like guy lights rather than just calling them high, like highlights, yeah. Giving it a fucking you know 
Sunday night football ass term doesn't change the fact that you're bleaching your hair and flushing your ass. It doesn't. And the the thing that I feel like we need to stand in as a human race is the fact that y'all are weird if you think that there's anything wrong with any of these things or that we have to like that like masculinity is so fragile that you literally needed somebody to make the same shit as Charmin Cottonell. Honey, whoever the fuck else makes right. ass wipes, but one called dude Everybody. specifically for you. If you buy those, you know what? I'm not wow. even gonna like. I'm not even gonna get into the specifics for these. Undoubtedly, white company sues me or says whatever. I mean, I don't know how you would have a case, but I'm just saying. Um, <laughs> y'all are strange. This. Um, <laughs> they have all. They have a dude powder. <laughs> You know, you can just use the things that exist already. You don't have to. This is so bizarre. If you go into this nigga's bathroom and you see a pack of dude wipes, I want to know. They look more expensive than the regular. They they cost more. I want to know if you went back and why. Because if I see dude wipes in a nigga's bathroom, it's going to be the last time I go to his home. Wow. Just wipe your ass. I'm... Like, <laughs> and here's the thing. Thank you for I doing cannot. that because you're doing a lot more than many dudes. But what I'm not going to do is pull out a sheet of cookies for you, bitch. Dude wipes. <laughs> I, I'm sorry, I'm reading this website and I just savior. cannot believe this. This is so crazy. Like the rest of us are just buying the regular unscented flushable wipes, girl. Please like I don't do think not I've tag even... them in anything with me because I don't want to talk to them. And I don't oh, want them yes. to talk to me. And I don't want you to talk to me about them. It's yes. not even about this particular company. Because there are so many things like this. I just think that it is so strange. That niggas need basic things to be rebranded in a quote, like a a dude, bro, masculine, macho way for you to guess, I guess, feel more comfortable with it. And that's so weird. (laughs) But you know what? I guess at the same time, while I await the end of days, I will say, um, call it dude wipes, douche wipes. Dandy wipes, whatever the fuck. I'm just glad you're wiping. You're I was going to say, on the other hand, if this is helping y'all to wipe your asses, then good. Yeah. But it shouldn't, you know, these products already existed. And mm. so. You just do it. <laughs> you could just. You just do it. <laughs> you could just do it. And that would be fine as well. So. Yeah. Good luck to everybody involved, y'all. And on that note, I have seen whatever lesbian thing you're about to tag me in. I've seen it. If dykes are involved, I've seen it. Young and May's involved, I've seen it. I've seen it. Thank you so much. I've Is seen that it. One last one you just wanted to tag in, tag on there. Well, you haven't seen the one with her and Halle Berry. Oh, I've seen yeah. a lot of gay shit with Halle Berry because she's in a movie where she's playing a UFC fighter, and I don't even believe she's gay in the movie. <laughs> Well, she's like hanging all over young M.A. talking about this, my baby. And of course, M.A. is over there like can barely even stand up. 
<laughs> with the How do you pure joy of this moment. <laughs> as a living stud. No, you can't. You can't. You can't. What? All of them wanted to be her so bad in that moment. You remember she kissed All Lena? What? Oh, she you did. she kissed Lena away at, 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 at an yes. award show or something like yes. that? Yes. They made a movie together. They did, or a TV um, show. I think they 20s did Boomerang maybe? together. Boomerang. Like yeah, series, that's what it was. I think they worked on Yeah. Together. Yep, 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 yep. And again, so again, she got all Gay the decks looks good Hallie. But I think Gay looks <laughs> she good needed, most She need to quit playing because one of them one of them girls would absolutely swoop up and change her life. She needs to quit playing. Stop teasing these young men because they're ready. But yes, whatever lesbian thing is on the internet, I've seen it. Thank you so much for <laughs> the updates. But I've seen it. Yeah. All right. Well, <sighs> that's it for me. Okay. All right. Well, that is going to wrap up this week's episode of the show. Make sure you check us out at thisistheread.com and on social media at thisistheread. Um, yeah, I don't think I have any other news this week. Stay black, protect your magic. Um, yeah. And take care of yourselves. Yeah. And start by, I don't know, not paying the rent. Of a lazy, shitless-ass white man that has a family already with money. Love yourself. Choose you. In 2022, choose you. You are at home with a white man that has the ability to pay his own goddamn way, but would rather play Super fucking Smash Brothers and you're paying her rent, dear miss, bitch? Mm-mm. This is what we're doing as blacks. And the gays be just trying to help y'all, love y'all, care about y'all. And you want to silence try. us. I'm going home. Tried. Just like Summer Walker, she said they tried to warn me. Tried. An album. Mm. It's good. Mm. It's good. An album. It's tragic, though. It that is, fourth especially baby mama because song. we know London's getting a, a check off of it as well. So where is the last right. one? Exactly. But that fourth baby, it's like, girl, I, honestly, after listening girl. to fourth baby mama, I feel like you fold if you take a single dime from that album. <laughs> because she said, let me start with your mama. With your mama spends a verse dragging her. And then, like... <laughs> It's good. Music. It's sad. It took it took me back to my ghetto ass twenties, but I enjoyed it nonetheless. There's something so. very Mary J. Blige esque about it. Uh-oh. Um, yeah. just in um the fact that it's pain. The yeah, <laughs> and pain. A beautiful result of something heartbreaking. Oh, you know? the baby. Right, 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 right. I was talking about the music, but that too. Oh! I was talking about the album. <laughs> like, it's comparison. That's the comparison to Ma- Mary. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I got some you. Of people's yes. favorite Mary albums and stuff. We're That's the now. only comparison. Yep. Got you. Yes. <laughs> so. Ho, all right, hoes. Take care. And we will see y'all next week. For 25 years, nothing has tasted better after a hard day's work than a Mike's Hard Lemonade. It's because since day one, Mike's has been making lemonade the hard way. We use three kinds of lemons. 
all handpicked from family farms, then blended to perfection in cold press to create the epic hard lemonade you know and love. Mike's Hard Lemonade. Hard days deserve a hard lemonade. Mike's is hard. So is prison. Don't drive drunk. Premium all beverage with flavors. All registered trademarks used under license by Mike's Hard Lemonade Company, Chicago, Illinois. Hear that? It's the call of the Crave. And when the Crave calls, you know what to do. Try the $5 Bacon Bundle. Because the only thing better than a White Castle slider is a White Castle slider topped with crispy hickory smoked bacon. So pick any two of either the Bacon Cheese Slider, 1921 Bacon Cheese Slider, or Chicken Bacon Ranch Slider. And also get a small fry for just $5 with the $5 Bacon Bundle. White Castle. Follow your Crave.